Hello again and welcome to Laundromat Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Randy Radke. In previous shows, we've chatted about all the technology and systems of our equipment, but today is a little bit different. We're going to look at the foundation of all that technology. We're talking about heavy metal, lots of steel, those kind of things. So joining us today is our Vice President of Operations, Brad Nye. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Randy. Thanks for having me. Let's dive right in. We talk a lot about our products being built with American pride. As Vice President of Operations, what does that mean to you? Well, first, you know, I'm really proud uh, just to support our team members. We have some team members, of course, that are brand new. I just joined our company, and then we've got some that have been here more than 40 years. So just that alone is something really amazing. And if you think about our operation here in Ripon, you know, we've been here for 112 years, and our company has led in laundry since laundry equipment started, which is amazing and, and, and a great point of pride. And, you know, remember, there's, you know, 1,500 families that count on these great jobs. And so that partnership between the team member and the company is really important, and we're proud of it. For all Alliance brands, the highest commercial quality matters. How does what happens in the manufacturing facility and the processes that are in place contribute to that end result? That's a great question. You know, the first thing is our equipment is designed as commercial equipment. So, you know, the one I have in my house, it's DNA is a commercial machine. And so it's the most durable machine on the planet, period. And if you think of uh, in the plant, you know, there's a, a, a term I use called capable process, capable operator. And really what that is, is it's focused on the process being capable to detect ab- abnormality and the team member, or in this case, the operator being trained to be able to do the work. And when you put those two things together, uh, you can execute uh, just a ideal situation where the product is built great. It's built right every time. And, you know, as you know, Randy, we really focus on building it right the first time. And so there's nothing more important than that, that team member's capability and that training and then, you know, make work easier by allowing the process through error proofing detect when there's an error. And, you know, we just want the customer to be delighted. We think those two things together create, you know, along with a great design, create just a, a great product. Can you talk about the error proofing and each one of the, the folks that work on the lines that are producing this great equipment, they have the freedom to kind of stop things when they see that there's an issue, correct? Yeah, they're empowered, and we ask them uh, that theme of build it right the first time. If there's an issue or if there's an abnormality, just stop the process. And we've added an end-on system. It's a it's a computerized system that the team member can just push a button and the line stops, and it calls for help. So, yeah, absolutely, uh, because we don't want to build repair, and we don't want to create issues. So we want to stop the line and take care of the issue right now. You've worked for some great companies in the past. What makes this operation, this Ripon operation, unique in your experience? Yeah, I think it's you know really simple. People, we have extraordinary team members at all levels of our company. We just have great people, and uh, I walk around the plant, and when it really shines through, we'll give customer tours. And the customers tell us how they could feel the passion in the plant. Now, you can't fake that and you can't, you know, you can't, I don't know, you just teach parts of it. But our people just have this passion for what they do. 
it's infectious and you know all of us just love manufacturing and when you put that people and that passion of the people together you get a great product i think we we have just a uh, an outstanding culture and just great people building, you know, the best equipment on the planet. It definitely is evident for those folks that have walked through our plant. There's, there's a lot of smiles and it seems like those, those smiles are infectious because the <laughs> further down you go, deeper you go into the plant, they're, they're, they just seem to be everywhere. It's a great thing to see and kind of dovetailing on that. Now I, I've been on that plant tour a ton enough to get myself lost probably several times, but, but I've been out there a lot. Uh, but over the last few years, it's changed dramatically. I can, I can go in one day and, and a month later go in and, and see a ton of new things. What changes has your team implemented and how do they contribute to that, that American quality? Yeah, you know, first you got to think about what's important in the plant. Of course, the product's important, but when we think about the operation itself, the safety is paramount. So you have to have a safe work environment. Then we have to build quality machines, and these are in, in this order on purpose. Then we can produce units at a rate, and then we can worry about the cost of the unit inside the plant. So we really think through that lens and that order, and our KPI structure is built exactly like that. So when you think through that, Everything we do is about safety. Housekeeping is about safety. Then, you know, everything we do and coach about in the process, when I talked about capable process, capable operator, is about building it right, building it at best. And then we really start to get rate or units out the door as we create flow in the building. Uh, so we've got an initiative about making work more simple means making work easier. You don't have to work harder to build more. You know, so there's automation and there's Industry 4.0 activity that goes into that. But really, essentially, it's creating flow. And so, you, you know, you've been out there many times. It is a massive facility. It's in, you know, it's 100 years old or more. And we just feel that really strong connection uh, between a clean, a bright, a clear workspace. And like I said, safety, the mindset of the team member quality and then the flow that creates the units and, and drives good cost control. So long answer to a short question, but I think it's important that we keep what's a priority in front of us. And we always think in that order, safety, quality, kind of units and cost. Now I have to ask, you came into this, this position, flow must've been uh, a major challenge. We're talking about a facility that, that to your point, it, it, it's portions of, have uh, been used for over a hundred years, date back to the the founding of this company. That's right. That's but you've right. added on so many times. Flow <laughs> flow isn't the thing that I would think of initially when I first went through my first tours of the plant. How challenging was it to get kind of a, a new look at all that? Yeah, that's a great question. There's 50 buildings here across all that square footage. And the oldest building we're using for actually our highest volume line was built in 1913, which is kind of cool. Uh, some of the changes you've seen is that we're clearing it out and we're repainting and we're relamping and we're just making that clean, bright and clear space. But I think when, when you think of flow, uh, of course we have many items we can control. You know, the fact that the building's so big, obviously uh, we won't change, but the flow to me is 
how we present parts to team members on the line, how we reduce inventory so that you don't need as much, you know, so as many parts stored in areas, and you deliver things just in time. And that's really, really made a tremendous impact in our plant. Looking at all those changes that you've made, what are you most proud of? Well, Randy, we've, at least for my time, we've been working on making work more simple. That's maybe an oversimplified statement, but really in a repeating process, some of our lines run sub 30 second speeds. Uh, So that means every, in, in this case, 29 seconds, a washer is coming off the end of the line. It's really critical to make that work simple and repeatable. Because like, like athletes, our industrial athletes out on the plant floor get in a rhythm and they need to be able to keep the rhythm. So again, flow plays into that, that simpleness of work using Industry 4.0 or the Andon, like I mentioned, to make decisions simpler and easier. I think, you know, fundamentally, there's probably one thing we've done that I'm most proud of, and it's the parts presentation, how we bring parts to the line for our team members. Uh, we implemented a process called kitting. And essentially what it does is it starts at the process, the design of that kitting process starts at the area you install the part. And how do we best present it to the team member that's building our product so that one, it's safe, two, it's error free, and three, it's really easy. And that really fits into that make work simple. And then it goes all the way back to the supplier. And so some parts will have to get repackaged, but some parts will come right out of the supplier the way we want them. And it just reduces waste. You know, it's environmentally friendly and it drives throughput. So if there's one thing, that that's the thing that I think has made the most impact here. The other is, as we started to strip that work away from the assembly line, it allowed us to rebalance the work. So, you know, you may have a line with many processes stacked up next to each other and many team members and only one that has, you know, too much work or, or, you know, has work designed in a way that doesn't allow flow will constrain the rest of the line. So we went through a lot of activity to rebalance these lines uh, so that, again, work is simple, but it drives flow. And at the end of the day, it drives throughput. So when we do those things together, you have a fast working, moving line where the repetition is easier And honestly, at the end of the day, in a situation like that, the team member uh, may tell you that the work felt easier than it did, you know, maybe before when they were building less and having to do a lot more movement to provide parts for what they were building. That's truly exciting. It definitely is pushing, pushing quality, pushing volume. And those are all obviously things that we're, we're excited about. Internally, I hear this phrase of transitioning to a world-class manufacturing facility quite a bit. What exactly does that mean? And do we have a target date on on when we achieve that status? Yeah, first of all, it's a journey. It's one of those uh, journeys you never arrive at the destination because you're always learning more and kind of resetting that ideal. And if you think of world-class facility, uh, you think of automated facilities, you think of flow, low waste, happy team members, and awesome products moving through them. So again, it's you know it's a big lift. It's a it's conceptual, I think, when we use that term. But I think it's really important to consider that you never arrive because you always learn and improve. As I mentioned, automation and visual control. Visual control can be as simple as tape on the floor telling you where something goes. And if you're supposed to have two of those somethings and you have one, 
then it's out of standard. It allows everyone to be a problem solver. And so every team member can recognize something's out of standard and either, you know, address it themselves or call somebody that can help them. And that creates a culture that is just outstanding because everyone's working on, you know, essentially pulling the rope in the same direction, which is great. It really qualities everybody's job, the long and short of it, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. You obviously, you've done this tour a ton. What do you hear most from people? Yeah, honestly, uh, most people that tour are surprised at how big this facility is and how many people are in it and pleasantly surprised at how happy the people are. It's uh, we, we work on culture more than anything. Uh, if you have great culture, you can execute almost any issue. You can execute any plan. And it, 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 again, that passion is infectious and people feel it. And so I get energy just by being out in a plant where the people are. I really enjoy that. And I feel like a, a big part of that is that people here really grasp and believe in the idea that the products that are coming out of this plant truly are world-class. These are washers and dryers that are the best on the market. I feel like when I talk to people, that's the passion that kind of comes through. You're absolutely right. It makes the world cleaner. You know, I'm old enough now that the, the set I bought recently will be the last set I buy. And that's really just exciting. So we make the best laundry equipment on the planet is what I tell people, period. And we're really proud about that. Great people make it happen. Absolutely. And in no time, probably in our history, has it been more important than the last couple of years with the pandemic. And uh, yeah. all manufacturers have dealt with supply chain challenges, staffing problems, um, <laughs> quarantine problems. And really, our products, the, there isn't the option to say, we're not producing today. We just can't. We don't have this or that. Um, and and we've really been insulated, I think, as best we could from a manufacturing team in deploying processes and things like that to keep the production lines running, to keep that product going out the door. What's been key to making that happen over the last two, two years? I'll tell you, the, uh, the last two years have been incredibly challenging, as you know anybody could attest. And I think kind of state our commitment to our people and our product during the pandemic at the height of it, you know, we had a lot of people not at work and we needed to keep our team safe, the ones that were at work and we needed to build good product. And so that those weren't in conflict, we, you know, every day would before the start of shift, we'd train a bit, we'd talk about safety and then we would stop the line frequently you know, as, as people might be doing unfamiliar jobs, just to double check quality, we'd stop all the time. And so we were really focused on, again, the, those core values in the order I'd said, we were really focused on safety of our team members. They have to go home the way they come in. And then the customer needs to, you know, be excited and thrilled with, you know, when they open the box, you know, if you think of Christmas, right, they need to be really excited about that and, and that product can't let them down. So we really went over the top, in my opinion, to ensure team member safety and product quality. But as you think about, you know, the pandemic, of course, we were challenged with labor. That continues, you know, to be a challenge relative to illness as it relates to COVID. But I'm really just super proud of this team. And I'll tell you kind of in two aspects. Our supply chain 
parts and raw material we buy has been really challenging. Uh, we have a really dedicated team of procurement members that, you know, work around the clock, frankly. And we are in much better shape in January of 2022 than at any time since the pandemic started. That doesn't mean we don't have problems and there aren't issues, but we're doing a lot better. Uh, and frankly, we're doing better than other companies I talk to. I, I give all the credit to that team that has worked so hard to look into the supply chain, look deeper into it, look into the tier two and three suppliers, try to drive countermeasures at that action. But, you know, we're working on problems now a month from now instead of hours or days. So, again, that, that team has done exceptional work and they have a lot to be proud of and we're all proud of them. Our production team, likewise, has just been incredibly flexible. We have had to change, you know, our production plan here and there, and sometimes on a moment's notice, although we're getting better, they have never complained and they understand the situation. And we just put tremendous burden on the whole production system when that happens. But again, that commitment to providing that product is really strong. So, you know, there's a whole lot of other people I'm sure I'm not thinking of, but those two groups to me have just, you know, had an incredibly difficult lift and they continue with that spirit of fight right we'll fight through this and we'll you know make the best of that we can of every day so it's really been really humbling and a blessing for us and our company i think what stands out to me is how quickly your team pivoted when the pandemic started implementing policies and procedures to keep employees safe but yep. keep those lines running it seemed to happen within hours that uh, things were drafted, policies were put in place, and and things just happened so quick. It was, it was really inspiring to see how how quickly you guys were able to pivot and and make things happen. Yeah, I think one of the lessons of the last couple of years is you got to adapt, and it's not going to be at your timing or at your convenience. You got to have this open mind and adapt to situations. And again, if you keep those things in order, safety, quality, then units, then cost, you can guide your way through those stressful situations a whole lot easier. All right, crystal ball time. What does the future look like for Alliance Laundry Systems Manufacturing and our quality promise? Yeah, I'm optimistic. I think, uh, you know, as I reflect back, the last couple of years have been really challenging, but we are a better team uh, after, you know, going through some of this hardship together. We are much better. And if you look forward five years in our volume forecasting, there's a lot of growth opportunity there. There's a lot to be excited about. We've had a pretty good Q4 of 2021 as it relates to volume, of course, but we've also been pretty fortunate to be able to hire. We've been much better at retaining team members. And, you know, again, we continue to really focus on the culture of the manufacturing plant. We try to take care of our team members. Our leadership team is, you know, behaving like we work for the team member, and that's the truth. They add value and we're here to help. So I think, you know, there's a lot to be excited about. And as you look back and look forward, uh, I think we'll continue uh, with investment here around process improvement, building improvements, and of course, modernization and automation. We're also excited. We, we bought a facility in Manitowoc, Wisconsin in 2019. We've been using that to feed parts in sequence to the, the main plant here in Ripon. And we're so thankful we did that. And it gives us so much opportunity to grow either incrementally 
or to be able to take some chunks of work out of the Ripon area to open up space for future uh, investment. So that's been working really well. And again, we're really, really happy with that. We will continue with that laser focus on making work easier. There is a connection between easier work, smoother work. It interrupts the process less often. And most of the time you have a quality problem, it's from interrupting a standard process. Most everything we work on is about eliminating that interruption, supporting that team member. And so again, that, that simple term is make work easy. And we continue to focus on that. You know, we've also worked really hard on implementing practices and policies, including, you know, what you mentioned about COVID protocols. Our future is really bright. So as it relates to quality, I think we're doing all the right stuff to create that situation where it's difficult for an issue to escape. And we're not perfect, but we're doing pretty well. And whether you're a team member or a customer, there's a lot to be excited about when you think of our company and our future. Definitely plenty to be excited about in you, and you definitely see it in the, uh, within the morale, the esprit de corps, as they say. Brad, I thank you so much for your time and, and sharing your insights on the manufacturing. I appreciate it. Yeah, Randy, thanks so much. Have a good evening. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you to our listeners and hope you'll join us again for more Laundromat Insights.